0: You're listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so glad that you're here, as always. And if this is the first time that you've ever tuned in, welcome. It is a shorter episode than normal, but that is because I conducted it at Dave Asprey's seventh annual biohacking conference in Orlando earlier this month. And it was such an incredible experience. I had so much fun connecting with very high vibrational people, you know, who are interested in nerding out on medicine and tech and how those two worlds are really coming together now in a beautiful way to uplift all of us and our health. And I was so excited to get a few minutes with Dave. Um, He's running this conference, so you can imagine how busy he was. Um, But we, we sit down and we talk about... Biohacking and longevity, and in my opinion, most importantly, biological autonomy. And as an entrepreneur, two time best selling author, and host of Bulletproof Radio, Dave is on a mission to educate and advocate for the reclamation of control over one's own body for long lasting and vibrant health. And when you start to see, you know, these mandates coming through, um, a tightening of control, you start to realize that your ability to pursue, um, a long and healthy life is being impeded upon. And so we just, we talk about that and it might feel a little controversial, even to listen to a conversation like that, but I think it opens it opens your mind to to thinking a little bit differently than what is being fed to you every single day, every hour of the day. So I hope you enjoy this episode on biohacking and advocacy for your own health and that of your families. This is one of the most important episodes I think I've released, especially at this time in history. Um, and if you're already on board, you already believe this, I hope it empowers you to keep being a voice for yourself, for your family, for your friends who might not feel like they can talk about this openly because no one else thinks this way. But I think there's so many other people who don't agree with mandates, with people being forced to do certain things or they lose their job. I mean, when you really start to step back and see what's going on, I think it's shocking. And, you know, you don't want to just sit by and watch it happen. You want to have a voice. You want to speak up about this and and let other people know that that's not okay and it's not just going to be steamrolled through. So, I hope you enjoy this episode. Like I said, I hope it empowers you to find your voice so that you can stand up for your health and for that of your family. So if you do, please share it with a friend and please keep those reviews on Apple Podcasts coming. Thanks guys, enjoy. And this episode is sponsored by Cozy. Did you know that there's an organizing app designed just for families? If you've started to feel busy again, and for a lot of us, I think we never stopped, and your calendar is filling up with more events and kids' activities than all of last year, why not do your future self a favor and get Cozy? Cozy is the number one organizing app that families use to juggle school schedules, practices, meetings, doctor's appointments, and even a workout or a date night. Imagine that. And it was even named a must-have app for better life by the Today Show. With Cozy, you'll be all set up so everyone knows who is doing what, when, and where. Cozy will even send emails every morning with the day's agenda. How cool is that? So no more missed pickups or double bookings. And here's how it works. Cozy tracks everyone's schedules and events in one place with a shared color-coded calendar, and it's easy to get started. You can even pull in events from your family's personal work and school calendars. The best part, it's free. Just download Cozy Family Organizer from the App Store, that's C-O-Z-I, to get the free app today. So to start off, thank you for ending the fast to fun with this seventh (laughs) annual biohacking conference. Why was it important for you to have a conference to carry on with it despite everything going on?
1: I've been doing the biohacking conference for nine years now and this should have been the ninth annual but it was only the seventh because three weeks before the one we were going to do last year was about to go L.A. County shut it down and I wanted to do this because this is how our community stays together. It's how we expand and it's how we experience. There are a lot of things that you can't just buy and have shipped to your house but you can come and try it and feel, and play, and be with others. And it's actually part of nourishing yourself is play and fun. And I miss it. Everyone misses it. Yeah. So it was time to do the conference. And Florida was very welcoming to the point that it's almost impossible to find a hotel to do an event here.
0: Wow. Well, that makes sense. I mean, talking to people in the halls and just you know in between sessions, everyone is so happy to be back together in community exchanging those electrons and you can really feel that it's palpable. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, And I love how you know when you were doing the opening you talked about biological autonomy. Can you expand on that for the listeners who don't know exactly what that is and why that's so important at this time in history?
1: I feel like when someone else has the right to say what you put into your body You've lost one of the most fundamental freedoms. I'm not alone there because after World War II, we put some global policies in place to prevent horrors like that happening ever again. It's called the Nuremberg Code. This is a sacred, fundamental human right. And the coercive tactics that are in place right now to make people do things they don't wanna do, it means you cannot biohack. You do not have a right to pursue a longevity strategy. You do not have a right to eat a diet that makes your brain work. You do not have the right to choose to do special things that enhance fertility and give you smarter babies, which was the topic of my very first book even before the Bulletproof Diet. Because if someone else gets to say, They can go tomorrow and say, you know, we consulted with our friends at this big pharmaceutical company and we decided, for your own safety, that everyone in the country will take antidepressants. You are signing away that right. Oh, and if anyone doesn't do it, then we'll take away their job and we'll lock them in their house forever. Okay? I will not, will not allow that to happen. And it looks like there's a lot of other people who won't let that happen either. It's unconstitutional, but screw that it's evil we won't do that there are tens of millions of people who literally would rather die and i hope the government understands that
0: yeah and that's kind of the question that's at play right now i feel like there are people spearheading this movement you're very vocal on instagram and i'm very grateful for that there seems to be a lot of you know support with that at the same time you have this onslaught of you know, the mainstream media who's squashing that down, who's making sure that doesn't see the light of day. Um, what efforts do you, do you see in the future for, for giving a voice to people who don't want to be injected against their will, who don't want all these other mandates that are coming along with that?
1: This will probably make some listeners mad. I'm actually very, very interested in vaccines. I think about 40% of aging is immune dysfunction and overactivity. And with customized, properly manufactured with full transparency, personalized vaccines, I actually think that I'm gonna get the anti-diabetes vaccine, the anti-Alzheimer's vaccine, the anti-cardiovascular vaccine. I am, I, I am someone who identifies as being vi-curious. That's vaccine industry curious, and that means I'm not vaccine promiscuous, which is anyone can stick anything in me without any standards. That feels (laughs) icky to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's also my anti-vaxxer friends who were saying, I will never let anyone stick anything in me. I'm like, you might be missing out on something, guys. So it's okay to say, based on my immune system, based on my personal history, based on a bunch of other stuff, I'm going to decide to do something or not. And we're saying, how do we give a voice to people, you have a voice. It's just not social media. So one of the things that I've done is I opened up a Telegram channel. It's called Asprey Official, t.me slash Asprey Official. And I can post stuff there that not only would probably be censored, but might actually get my account canceled. My Instagram account just crossed half a million people. And to be really clear, I 100% support your right to get vaccinated. I support your right to get circumcised. Even if you're a woman, I don't know why you would do that, but you have the right, okay? Just don't do it to someone else without their consent, Mm -hmm. right? You have the right to cut off your arm as a weight loss strategy. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, but you would lose some weight, right? It's your body. And if anyone wants to get in the way of that, you don't just post about it on social media. You actually do what happens about every 150 years in most countries, you get a pitchfork. And you stand outside the castle and you say, no, I'm not working. No, you fired me because I wouldn't do something that I wasn't okay with. And when enough people stop doing what they're told, the companies at this point in power realize they will not be in power if they don't back down.
0: Well, I hope you're right. I hope that does happen.
1: It is happening. You don't see it on social media, but what you see when you look around, is that there are riots. Did you know that in Moscow, three weeks after they tried to put in a a mandate, there was so much protest, millions of people, that even in Russia, they backed down.
0: Wow, I didn't hear that.
1: In France, they tried to kick someone out of a mall,
0: I did see that,
1: yeah. (laughs) And they sent like dozens and dozens of riot gear police because someone went shopping. And the people in the mall expelled the police. Okay? This is happening. But funny, where was that in the news? We were probably watching some article about a celebrity doing something or yet another piece of fear porn. Right. And fear porn is... Let's talk
0: about fear porn, because I love what you said. I mean, that was so brilliant. I've never heard it put that way. And of course, it gets your attention.
1: Well, it's it's a new hashtag. And anyone can use this. Just hashtag fear porn, all is one word. And our brains are wired to, if something is fear or something is dangerous, we have to pay attention to it because it might kill us, and our bodies are wired to not die even if we're distracted. So you could be thinking about Harry Potter, and if a tiger jumps out, you're going to move before you stop thinking about Harry Potter, and everyone's experienced that, right? So there's something in there that goes, fear, ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, they're linking into that with headlines, and with these ridiculous statistical manipulations. By the way, the coronavirus is real. You don't want to get it, okay? Just to be really clear. So this isn't like conspiracy land. This is manipulation of people's consciousness using a big hook, which is fear. The other thing that we're wired to do is to get some, to reproduce. In fact, that wiring is as strong as our fear wiring. It's very important that we do that. So, interesting. When you put those words together, and there's actually stickers. People are printing their own. And you can walk around and you see someone says, if you don't sanitize your entire body with our weird chemical formula, by the way, even the CDC says it's, you know, that, that sanitizing your hands isn't a way to stop the spread. <laughs> so there's that. But these, well, okay, what if the label fear porn was on there? Because it says, if you don't do this, you won't be safe, you will die, or some variation of that. Well, what fear porn does is the part of brain that responds to fear goes, oh, fear. But then it sees the word porn, it's like, oh. Legs, right? And as soon as that happens, now you've had two primordial systems in conflict. And the way the brain solves that is it goes up a level and goes, oh, you should have to think about that. And as soon as you think about it, you're going to start laughing because you're like, actually, this wasn't fear or porn. But it's to get you out of your reptile brain right. that says, reproduce. Kill. Reproduce. Kill. It turns out, we're human. We don't have to choose between those two reactive states. And the fear porn movement, you literally put a sticker on every stupid ass sign. And that includes, must remove your shoes before getting on an airplane. Did you know most countries, a decade ago, said this is a waste of time and it probably spreads athlete's foot. (laughs) So let's not do that anymore. But in the U.S., we've created an industry around that. So you take your shoes off, and we'll probably be doing it 150 years from now, right? But we don't have to. And so this is a useless behavior that's supposed to be for our own safety that we enshrined. And little things like fear porn make us go, wait, why am I doing this again? This is dumb.
0: Right. And that's why I think your work is so beautiful, that you do give people that bird's eye view, you know, through this conference, through every piece of content that you put out through the show, your books, everything. So from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you and uh, keep pushing. And and I hope the the support and the movement grows with you.
1: You are very welcome. And I, I want people listening to this just to understand, it's totally okay for you to decide to be vaccinated for anything and everything on the planet. There's something like 65 vaccines that are available to you and you can get all of them and I'll still give you a hug. It's okay. It is your right to choose your medical treatments. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. And there are people listening to go, that's outrageous. They might be dangerous. So is skiing. And we let people do that we have a right to choose danger and i will choose my own danger thank you very much and i would invite you as a listener choose your danger too
0: love it thank you so much david it was such a pleasure this episode is also brought to you by Lugs. Lugs is a brand you probably remember, it started back in the 90s, but they've never wavered from having their pulse on what is stylish and also realistically priced. I wore the boots today on my trip to Costco because why else do you leave the house? And it was so cute. It totally uplifted my entire outfit. I felt like I was. Kind of on a runway in a lot of ways because it was just so chic and so cute with what I was wearing. And I was actually wearing leggings with it. So it's surprising that I felt so... I don't know, so chic, but that's kind of the beauty of the brand. And if you use my code unstressed, that will save you 30% off at lugs.com. That's L-U-G-Z.com. And just something that I want you to remember about the brand. It's a great brand, not just for you, but for the entire family. So they're stylish, realistically priced, and great for everyday wear. And one another thing that I think is really important is that they're really comfortable. So not only are you gonna feel cute when you go out to the grocery store or wherever you're going, but you're also going to feel comfortable and chic at the same time. So be sure to head on over to lugs.com and use my code unstressed to save. You have been listening to the motherhood unstressed podcast. Please be sure to rate review and subscribe to this podcast.